0: Every business wants to engineer new possibilities, creating revenue, optimizing costs, and scaling technologies like cloud and AI. Start at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud and find the services you need to get the value you seek. Deloitte.
1: It is time for the spillover. Uh, Jay Foreman has joined us. Mike Schaefer still with us. We're watching some Open Championship golf. Uh, I was telling... Jay, that Ernie Ells is five under par. He is two back, three back of the league because Cameron Young is in an eight under par at this point. Jay, you had a very interesting story about Ernie Ells. You met him before.
2: I did. I was uh, excited, extremely excited to meet him. He's a big human being. Him and VJ Singh are big dudes for I golfer. didn't know that about VJ Singh. VJ's 6'2 oh, and a half. VJ's easily six, three, six, four. But Ernie's a big dude, though. Like a big, broad type of guy. Um, my agent had a, a professional golfer by the name of Jonathan K. Back mm-hmm. in the day. and this was, I think this was back in Charlotte when it was the Wachovia Open or Wachovia. Yep. So, Jonathan was playing and knew he was in, you know, we are in town. And he got me in to kind of walk in the ropes. And, you know, he, it was a practice round. And uh, he was playing with er- <clears throat> Ernie. So, he was introducing us to, you know, the guys. And... You know, Ernie gave me the old European handshake, a big dude, definitely 220 or 30, 40 pounds.
0: What's the European handshake?
2: It's like the dead fish and it's like, oh, yeah, it's not the Texas handshake where they try to
1: destroy your hand, <laughs> you know, they squeeze try to, to squeeze it to death, like it's That's like the European
0: pr- handshake. They do that.
1: Yeah, I thought yeah. it was. I thought it was more specifically when you grab like the first four fingers, like yeah. you don't go all the way in. Yeah, it's it was just like he, a very he, soft. Was just, just did you like know this, this? Jake? I, I didn't just know like it was this. described as that.
2: When he did it, it was like this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. European handshake.
1: Maybe he didn't trust. You know, that you would not have sweaty hands or something like that. <laughs> I, I guess. Maybe, I'm not trying to defend him. Maybe was just trying to protect his hands, hands from injury. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just trying to like protect yeah, my own image. So, maybe never. so. I was right extremely
2: now. disappointed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I so bet I, you yeah. were. So have yeah. you lost?
1: Like, have you lost respect for him from that moment on?
2: No, we, I mean he's he's Ernie Els, but I he's my guy. He's our man. It's my favorite player. But I just was taken back by the huge homie. I would be too. Yeah, I would be. I wasn't expecting like a a Texas handshake or like a come in and hug it out, but I was. <laughs> <laughs> No, that is yeah, – no. It, that's, was a, it was a little weird. Yeah, that's a little weird. It, a was, good, it was definitely a little weird. Thank I mean, you for it that. Was, it was de- it definitely didn't match up with – The big dude. Right. It, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like Mike Tyson, it's like he if, has, and if, he has <laughs> we, that high-pitched voice you don't expect. <laughs> yeah, don't, well, yeah, or Bill Moose. Just, what
0: if he dropped – if Bill Moose dropped that on you?
1: A, a, a dead fish handshake. Dead fish handshake. That would be weird. You'd be shocking. That ain't right. You know what Bill Moose reminded me of? He
2: reminded me of, like, Teddy Savala's – with a cigar. Yeah. It, obviously, he wasn't bald, but yeah. like with yeah, the silk did. rope. Right? He, he had that type kinda of – Kind did, right? yeah. When you talk to him, you yep. just – Hey, man, how are you doing? Everything good? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, this is – you want some 30 – you know, this is 30-year-old yeah. wine, and yeah. I got a cigar from here. Yep. Sit back and relax. Yeah. You know? He was yeah. very cultured yeah.
0: from a very political background, so yeah, he kind of had, yeah. had that way. kind of had
2: that way, you know? The Nebraska version of Teddy Savalas. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Any guys? I don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't know. Who Teddy, some is. that's, a, that's <laughs> a reference I don't. Know. How, how old are you? Thirty four. Kojak.
2: Kojak. So when I got to I'm college, 31. You were three. Yeah. And you were six. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's this right. is
2: crazy. I mean, I can't even. Yeah, come on. You, I, you, I just can't can deal with it. I can't. You can't. I, I can't. I can't wrap my head around it. You were six years old when I when I was trying to run run, jump out of the way from Corey
1: Schlesinger. <laughs> I know Corey Schlesinger. Yeah. Oh, Rockhead! was there Trash Man? Yeah, legitimately. Yeah, like I know. His, yeah, I mean, you yeah. get it. But <laughs> other guy, people guy always look too, at me weird when I say that. Corey like, Schlesinger, his Dad ran the sanitation. company made guys tap
2: you. out at yeah. the professional level. Hmm. I mean, he hit Jesse Tuggle one time, and the, the story is that he uh, it was an ISO play. So back when they'd run a lot of ISO or power or boss plays, and Jesse Tuggle was a Pro Bowl linebacker, played for Atlanta Falcons. And he hit – or Corey Schlesinger hit him, knocked him out. Literally, when he hit him, he kind of did like a little pirouette or oh, whatever. No. Boom, down. So, we're watching. You know, I'm watching tape or whatever. So, I asked Corey about it after we played him. And he's like, yeah. He's like, Jesse came back. So, back then, you get a concussion. You got to come back. They give you smelling salts. You're back out there. And he said, he went up to him. He said, hey, man, nice to see you – that you back. You woke up from your nap. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Corey Schlesinger. Well, I, he might try to kill me today, so we played him. And I was telling Jamie Sharp, I said, "Look, dude, this this dude brings it." And he was like, "Oh no, nah, you know, we you know we'd win against Sam Gash." I said, "No, Corey wants he wants to just see who can die first. Mm-hmm. I said, "This is oh. what you, I said. This is what you need to do, man." I said, "He, if you get caught in a hole, mm-hmm. you better find a way to slip out of there." <laughs> You know, because it's not going to be – I mean, you've got shoulders and stuff to protect yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So, Corey came in there, and Corey, I seen him, like, getting all pumped up, and I knew it was going to be an iso. This is when he played for Detroit. Mm-hmm. So, I'd already been talking junk to Dom or whatever all all week and talking even before. And I saw Corey coming. So, I took off like a beeline like I'm going to get him. He thought he was going to get it. Olayed him, made the tackle. He went flying. Oh, he dog cussed me. He chased me for the next 58 minutes. <laughs> Couldn't get me. You know, you know what I mean? Just because he would just never matched up, Yeah. he was hot. And we never played against him again. <laughs> I'm ever, not
1: stupid. You got to be smart. Did you ever get a concussion playing NFL football? Or yeah.
2: Done? I think the first play I ever played, I was, I was knocked out. The first to, play? Oh, yeah. Ran down on kickoff. Went to the wrong sideline. That- Felt like I made it then, like I was, <laughs> it was like the thing, and, it, and you You're know t- what? It it's was like and, going and the and wrong it, corner, and it was it was all because <laughs> of my uh, really good friend Rayon. His name is Rayon Hill. He's actually from LSU. Played at LSU. We used to call him. I can't say it on the radio. You could say we used to call him <laughs> PC we to, friend. We used to call him Crappy Ray. So the other word for oh, crappy, yeah, because yeah. the, when the way he looked in his uniform, we were like Ray. Like you just, I mean, he would have. Three fingers cut off on one glove, you know some you know one you know like a hole in this glove, he had like a hockey elbow pad, you know, and they were taped the jerseys, he was number thirty nine The three would be down here the, I mean he come did on. look horrible, but when he would get introduced, he would dance from the time that you come out of that thing through the whole line
1: he like everybody's trying to run- you know when you, everybody
2: gets re- introduced and you yeah. run down and warm up yeah. we would ha- Ray would just have to be last right. <laughs> So Ray, Rayon, Rayon, he was great, and he's from New Orleans, and you couldn't really understand what he was saying because a lot of times when he's talking to you, he's eating food going everywhere, but he was great. <laughs> yeah. And Gabe Northern was up there, so Gabe kind of took us all in. Yeah. So Rayon was a free agent, got cut, practice squad, went to Canada for a couple weeks, you know, and um, came back the next year, made it. So we're on kickoff. Me and Rayon. And um, we we're running down there, and this is when they ran the wedge, and we were playing Seattle. And so, you know, that back then they would make you wear all the pads. I was like, I ain't wearing pads. And I was like, I got to be hitting this line running, okay? Yeah. So I had like – I think I had some like Nike running shoes, the lightest shoes, and just spatted them up a little bit. So they ran uh, a four-man wedge. So, of course, Bruce Haven, who I was just talking about, who I love, mm-hmm. if you're a rookie, that's what they were going to make you going to do. See hit the wedge. Yeah. I'm like, all right, you got you gotta earn your stripes. So if there's a four man wedge, I gotta hit in between two guys, and so does Rayon. Mm-hmm. Right? So you know it's coming, mm-hmm. right? They must have called each other and said especially special teams go there, we got two rookies, just run wedge. And I'm haul I mean, we hit I mean I'm hauling this wide open. Guy runs clears out. I'm like, here we go, I'm looking. Peripheral, me and Rayon there, turf monster gets him. <laughs> So, like, if we're running. I just see out of the side. Rayon bites it. Yeah. So, so as I was going to hit in between you, you two, yeah. here comes Max Strong yeah. right into my side of my head. It would <laughs> literally hit it. And I think I just saw, like, remember when Rocky went down after he lost to, like, what, Clubber Lane? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hit that. That's probably when I woke up. Got up, running to the other sideline. <laughs> he dragged me right <laughs> out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> that's so you're over here, man. Bud, Bud was one of our trainers. He's like, "He's all right." I was like, "He's like, do you know where you're at?" And I was like, "No." And He gave me some, you know, smelling salts, and I went back in there. That was that was the first one. I got quite a few after that. You're not diagnosed officially. They didn't start diagnosing concussions until like two years after that, and I had, then got some. I got a lot of them were like friendly fire. Yeah. Kylie Wong got me one time. Oh. like one of the only plays he made when we played the Chiefs at the Chiefs, you know. And I was like, you missed Priest Holmes. <laughs> Here, you know, they I just I just you. got done going up against Will Shields, and I'm got Priest Holmes got him to the ground and here you come like and hit me <laughs> like and it was at the end of the game it was like like four or five plays late or you know before the game's over and here I am out there just laid out just boom <laughs> he's like oh my bad yeah okay hey, it is your bad <laughs> yeah my bad
1: yeah it is playing your bad.
0: football sounds a lot more fun than covering football playing
1: sounds fun a lot yeah, you more want a fun. concussion, don't you? It <laughs> it sounds sounds funny. fun. Sounds yeah, fun. Just go to the wrong side. <laughs> well, you, you can't get a concussion in the press box, is that what you are saying? No, I don't think so. I mean,
2: I've I got it quite a few, and, and the we got it, gave a few. Yeah, but you are going to get Deliberate some stuff. <laughs> sounds fun. Hey, there is different levels to it. There is big ones, small ones, and oh, kind of. Yeah. Oh yeah. I knew I was in some trouble when uh, with concussions and like neck injuries, like when we were in minicamp one time, and we just had sh- spiders on, mm. and you kind of like graze and. You know, everything just fired up. I was like, oh man, this, we got to figure, we got, I got to get this taken care of before I get to training camp. With Dom Capers training camp, yeah, when well, we were like the junction boys out there, <laughs> it was like the battle of attrition, mm-hmm. you know. And when we, when I first got down there, they still, they were doing like live wedge drills and stuff like that. I mean, we led the league in injured reserve guys and stuff like that. So it was, it was definitely, Way different. Matter of fact, somebody was asking me about does Nebraska go two a days? Technically, they do. Realistically, they got it easy.
0: Oh God, it's yeah. changed dramatically. I mean, if
2: I was playing in the NFL right now, just the fact that you don't practice that much and you're able to kind of take care of yourself, you know, if, if you can't, if you can't, if you can just focus and find a way to make a name for yourself in the league, you can hit ten years pretty easy.
0: Yeah, the two a day thing at Nebraska's changed. In just. In- Incredibly Did dramatically in the last in twenty years there'
2: five hundred I mean. plays that coach Osborne had to play their yeah. run mm-hmm. in two practices,
0: yeah, yet you, you had legitimately two practices a day i mean two yeah, two two major practices yeah. a day,
2: and when we had one, it was extended practice, and then we you know had a walkthrough but it was i mean look, they took tremendous care for us, but we went after it and we got after. got after it it was part of what made us good, and to be honest with you, I don't think we had a lot of injuries um didn't have a ton of we we a lot of it was fundamentals though Mm -hmm. like when jason peter and those guys talk about being down in the pit Mm -hmm. it's fundamental it's good on good it's not a ram contest let's just you know like the oklahoma drill see who can be dumb enough to try to (laughs) knock each other out it's me against you good on good Mm -hmm. compete and if you're doing if you're doing it with the right fundamentals Mm -hmm. the injuries in your body just kind of hardens up to it
0: yeah I don't. I, I can't remember the last time. I mean, I think during the Pelini years, they were doing.
2: Not really. No, they weren't. No, they yeah, were doing a little, little bit. Two practices. They were doing a little bit. But I'm going to yeah. tell you when I knew Mike Riley was in trouble. This is when. There's two things. Um, so me and Jason went down to practice, mm-hmm. and it was funny. It was like you know, here comes one of the better players that ever played defensive line, right? Mm-hmm. Jason and, Peter. Jason Peter and. The defensive line coaches act like it's like the pizza guy It's was like dude like Hank he Hughes should be, like he should be stopping practice this was that, is the was Hank? well it, I mean yeah, I would think John would be, Perella it, would know it was, was one of Jason the two Peter. right was, so then I was like okay that's number one I would think so that's problem number one so obviously if it well, Hank Hughes was a problem then he didn't know history but this is a guy that you stop practice regardless of what you're doing and they weren't really working hard you know what I mean so then there goes that number two Mike Riley probably wanted to talk to us for forty-five minutes. I was like, "Dude, you need to go get this practice." It was Miami week, mm-hmm. number three, which was the most telling. They were in full pads in two hours. I didn't hear one one pad hit. Oh boy! I'm like, "You going down to Miami and you ain't hitting? And no matter where Miami is, like standard where they're at, them boys are going to be physical." Mm-hmm. And you saw they got ran up out the out the okay. out the stadium early. Yeah, They came early. back They, they came back, they came yeah. back but, but I get but you. Yeah, I get I you. Mean, they, weren't was, they, they weren't ready. They weren't ready. But they weren't ready, right? But it starts there. I am just like, me and Jason were riding home. I was like, dude, this is <laughs> – you think – imagine we, – we were thinking, like, imagine Oklahoma week and full we're, – we're talking about full paths and you're two-hand touching, tagging off. Well, what's the point of having the pads on? It was
0: interesting. Riley was interesting. I'm not necessarily being critical here. He would talk to you during practice, and I was always struck by that. He not would come over – Not locked in. He would come over and have his back to practice. Yeah, he was – And I always thought – I'd always tell, like, the, uh, whoever rider I was with – um, I mean, it's because he's going to watch the film. He doesn't need to see every play. I was just trying
2: to defend him somehow. Because uh, I yeah. defend all Yeah, the watch coaches. the film, but just don't watch it in real time. Yeah, he
0: wasn't watching in real time. He'd come over with his back to you and talk.
2: And it was weird. Which, ne-
0: which I'd never experienced.
2: It was weird with Mike Riley that he would get more upset at the coaches that were trying to hold the players accountable versus the players that needed to be held accountable. Like, that just didn't make sense to me. And maybe that's why, like, at the, at the pro level, he wasn't as successful as people thought. And it's weird that he was successful at, at play, you know, those few years at Oregon State, which I think was probably set up by Dennis Erickson, who came from Miami. Right. It was set up for him, sure and, and uh, Which kind of like what it was that year, he won nine games with Bo, and it then just kind of dissipated after that. I always felt like that hire with Mike Wright. One, it was out of nowhere. Two is when Nebraska played up at Ohio State, and I think Tommy Armstrong got hurt. Yeah, yeah, He yeah, yeah. got knocked out. Yeah, or something. A two to three game. Yeah, he got hit the on the side. Worst road experience. Right, but pretty, but here's the pretty, deal. Pretty After bad. that game, Mike Wright, it, he was way too comfortable in that situation. So that let me know that he had lost so much, he was cool with it. Mm. It was like, oh yeah, I've been here before. <laughs> I yeah, know, this is no I know big how deal. This goes. I can got boat raced. before. probably just got boat raced by Oregon or something. Like it's no big deal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and that what that does is filters down to the players, so they're okay with getting their butt kicked. Mm-hmm. and weirdly enough, he had some good players. I mean, he had the Davis twins. Yep. Oh, he had some good players. Right, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, it's just
0: – Yeah, it's like it, – I just treat it like it never happened. <laughs> well, it's just too
2: bad that it did. <laughs> it's like two coaches in the, in the last, like, 20 years. like Callahan and Riley just, like uh, – you know, I, I mean, defend
0: Bill more than that. I mean, I, I thought – I mean, they got to a Big 12 championship game. Um,
2: I don't defend him in that. I, well, I, do, I, I do. I think that takes a little bit with me with Bill is because – For some reason, he just like it'd be like me going to Alabama, being the coach, and be like, "All right, just erase Nick Saban and Bear Bryant."
0: But he had an opportunity. Oh, he did that though. You're right. right. He did that. So that's I just I think he did that. Was that at the the AD? Well,
2: they're they're yeah, they're lock and step. I mean, you can you can say no. Yeah. You can you actually can just go to work, right? Like if they got a statue of Nick Saban and Bear Bryant down in Tuscaloosa and. I'm still going to go to my same office and coach the same team, mm-hmm. so maybe I'd, that's it. But so yeah, Bill probably did better than than I'm, I initially. Bill's think greatest
0: was. downfall, though, was Cosgrove, and and Cosgrove just wasn't. He was a Big Ten guy trying to coach in another world. You know, trying to coach in a Big well, Twelve
2: defenses in Wisconsin were horrible
1: too. <laughs> When did he ever have a good defense? Did he ever easy, have a good one? Easy. I'm curious. I think he did have a couple. That's an honest question. No, my honest answer is I did he think a couple, he had a couple. But couple. Generally,
2: yeah. they yeah. Yeah. generally, they were, they were garbage. Generally, they were garbage. But he was a fish
0: defense. out of water in the Big 12. He's a Big 10 mentality, that type of defense. And now you're in a, a spread.
1: Well, you, you got the reverse of that league. with Bo. They were being at the very end of his tenure. he did. Clearly had no idea how to run what he wanted. Well, you didn't have the personnel. I just didn't but he have a
2: it's, it And you know what's weird? in Schaefer, you could probably talk to maybe on the bigger landscape. Maybe you two, Sip, and Jake. Like, we talked about when I got recruited, Coach Osborne came. Like, nowadays, like, and this is, I'm not talking about our coach, but I'm just talking about like head coaches don't like to recruit. Isn't it? I mean, that, that's just – that was part of their deal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, back when I was getting recruited, they were kind of like the closer. Yeah right i would and say that, the, and that's changed is that because guys have been so be, I, good at recruiting like assistants
1: well i think the big difference is that when tom osborne would be showing up at your house and this is still true because there's only so many head coaching visits that can happen on okay the road anyways I say, and i don't know all that those it, rules if either. you think about it with coaches now and the way that nebraska makes offers and how many so scott frost would have Somewhere in the neighborhood of like what 125 conversations with recruits now sitting in his office because they have this many, you know, between Official 2023 and 2024 yeah, yeah, yeah. and 2025. Oh, yeah, yeah, and you think about what it was like when Tom Osborne would be talking with you. Nebraska probably had a very dialed down list of 45 yeah, to 50 kids, right. yeah. and it's just exploded in such a way, it's definitely and different. You can't just, you know sit on top of the list like you got to obviously work through work, it work, work, yeah. so i Prioritize can see where burnout well. is so high yeah. because you have to have the same version of the same conversation and you're dealing
2: with probably a different type yep. of parent and kid sure well and it's at this point right so i mean that's safe yeah. to say safe. i mean yep expectations and yep. reality aren't they aren't matching up jake no they're not yeah they're not
0: Jake, how are you doing over there? I'm good. Are, are Jake, you lock-
2: Jake, Jake Jake is focused on Ernie L. So I'm good. <laughs> are you locked in? I'm on, locked in. He's locked so in. So, tomorrow, on
0: Ernie. hey, now, just for planning purposes for the show tomorrow, we, we will have the TVs on. I'd prefer to yeah. have them on when I come in. Yeah, he'll be on. Okay. He'll yeah, Jake. On, um, on when he gets uh, here. It's demanding. Demand- he would like
1: a cup of coffee hey. as well. Uh, the <laughs> coffee he is he ready when he gets here. Hey, Safe, hey, like, he has coffee he, hey, ready for me. Hey,
2: he's like those, you ever hear those superstars that when they're doing like their concerts, all I want just only. Yeah, the green room requests. Right. Only one red and yellow m&ms and yeah. i want the room temperature at 72 degrees that's it
0: god that is a little bit me and definitely the superstar part
1: um <laughs> i am okay. sort of demanding all right we gotta get out of here uh for mike schaefer and steve simple i'm Jake Sor- <laughs> Jake. old school's next see you every business
0: wants to engineer new possibilities creating revenue optimizing costs and scaling technologies like cloud and ai Start at deloitte.com/us/cloud and find the services you need to get the value you seek. Deloitte.